Welcome, my friends, to another episode of Good Skin Circle. This is your host, Ashley Curtis, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking with you about something that's really close to my heart, which is finding your voice, living your passion, and trusting that the dots will connect in the future even when the dots feel like they are light years apart from one another in the very beginning and when you're first getting started on your chosen career path. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. So without further ado, let's get into it. A common theme in my career until about five years ago, honestly, was me not knowing which direction I wanted to go in. On this podcast, I talk a lot with my friends about finding your niche, getting very specific about who you're serving and what you're offering and honing in on your craft and becoming a specialist. And I put a lot of emphasis on these things in my conversations because when I finally did them and I made the jump to becoming a full-time facialist and now a mostly full-time business owner slash CEO of a personalized skincare consultation company and an educator, the magic started to happen. And the doors that I never imagined opening for me started to not only open, but welcome me in with open open arms. Here's the thing. The world needs your gifts, whatever they may be. The thing that makes you excited to jump out of the bed in the morning, the bed in the morning, whether that be a career or a family or a philanthropic mission, the world is begging for you to arrive at the conclusion that you need that thing as much as it needs you. Living in a mediocre state of being, going to a job you dread every single day and watching the clock all day isn't serving anyone except for you. That's right. It's a self-serving prophecy to stay in places of comfort. And it's not the self that you'll ever be proud of going forward unless you decide to step into your full potential. The self you're dealing with when you're not excited to jump out of the bed in the morning every day is your past self. And The self that maybe served you at one point, but as far as the world is concerned, the moment you give into complacency and comfort and you're just living that cushy lifestyle, you have no challenges, that self is keeping you stuck. It's actively searching for ways to stay comfortable in every single day and every single moment to keep the life cozy and comfortable and to keep things quote unquote running smoothly. And here's the reason why. That self wants to stay relevant. It needs to keep you where you are and keep you comfortable for survival of itself. And here's the catch. We aren't just here to survive. We are here to thrive. A lot of you already know my story, but I graduated from aesthetic school at 18 and I put myself through college while I was working for a plastic surgeon. My plan in the beginning was to go on to med school, but I quickly realized that wasn't the right path for me. And this was the first time that I really went outside of that survival mentality and mindset and did something scary and leaped from my comfort zone. 
I was in like a cushy job. I was making pretty good money. And leaving was my first taste of following my bliss, I guess you could say. And I really did it in a big way. I quickly decided that I needed to move to San Francisco, not for a job, not for a relationship, but just because I felt drawn there by something that was bigger than me. You guys, I moved with only $300 in my checking account after paying my first month's rent, and I had zero credit cards or zero help from my family. I had no financial support. Um, And for those of you who aren't aware, San Francisco is one of the most expensive cities in the United States to live in. So this felt like a really bold action for me, but I knew that I needed to do it. I didn't even have a job. And the first apartment I lived in was a tiny Craigslist room that agreed to let me move in without a deposit. And luckily, I found a job right away. I was hungry. I was eager. Um, and the job that I found was located on the other side of the city from where I lived, um, at an upscale gym inside of the spa. And I would take the bus to and from this place in the early hours of the morning and late at night because I didn't have a car. And I started doing facials and waxing and lashes and all of the things that estheticians do, but nothing specific. And I really wasn't happy there. So I went on to work at Equinox afterward and then a small chain of waxing boutiques for the next few years where I grew um, into a professional. I feel like Uh, those two places really helped me become a uh, customer service expert, I think. Um, and I always had two to three jobs until I was 25 when I decided that I just couldn't do that anymore. I was burnt out. I was burning the candle at both ends and I wanted to be my own boss. And in my, in my mind at the time, owning my own business had to be easier than working for other people. And at the time, I definitely glamorized being a business owner. It wasn't uh, something that I was doing because I had a huge passion for one thing and I knew that I needed to serve the world doing that one thing. It was something I decided to do because my ego thought that it would be the easy way out. And I'm just being brutally honest. Like my, my heart, when I started the business, it probably wasn't in the right place. And I know that now looking back. So Uh, Anyway, I opened the skincare studio in the heart of downtown San Francisco um, in Union Square, and I developed a small batch of uh, a small batch line of skincare with a cosmetic uh, chemist. I had a facial oil, a hydrating toner, and I had a foaming cleanser. And after two years of what felt like treading water, my rent kept going up. There was no Instagram for me at this time. I didn't have an Instagram. I didn't have a supportive community. I couldn't stay busy because I hadn't narrowed down into a niche yet. So I ended up closing my business. And shortly after that, Barry, uh, my fiance and I moved to Los Angeles for a fresh start. We had been visiting LA a lot. And I had that same feeling that I had about San Francisco before I moved there. I just knew that I needed to be in LA because something bigger was called me there. 
So I leaped again outside of my comfort zone and having learned from experience, I knew now that I needed to niche down and only do one thing. I have always loved helping others feel good in their own skin because it's something that I've always struggled with. Um, and I struggled with acne um, as a teenager. So clinical facials and acne facials were what I was always best at in all of the aesthetic jobs that I had collectively. Um, and when I really took a look at everything and took everything into account and when I had um, and when I had my business in San Francisco, I that was the thing. I helped a lot of professional women in their late 20s and 30s with their adult acne. So once I examined this about what I had been doing, and I tried so many different things, but then I really landed on, okay, I'm really good at this, and I actually like to do this. Those are the two things that you really need to consider when you're niching down. What are you good at, and what do you love to do? Um, so now I had this niche and I started getting clients in LA based on referrals and I had an Instagram presence at that point. So I was posting a lot of before and after pictures on my stories all the time and lots of like glow pictures. And after two years of building a solid clientele, I knew it was time to leap again outside of my comfort zone and start my own business again. It was scarier this time because more was on the line. It felt different than the first time around because my heart was really in the right place this time. I think my passion was involved now and I was doing it from a place of knowing it would be difficult and not expecting it to be easy like the first time around. I knew it would be hard work, but I never expected it to uh, so cheesy, but for it to evolve into what it is now and what it continues to be. It's like when people talk about having children and they say, I couldn't imagine my life without them in it. And I don't even know what my life was like it before. And that's honestly the best way I can describe it to anyone who doesn't have a business that they are passionate about. Sure, it's challenging and there are so many long hours and long days and weeks, but now I'm living my dreams. I think back to the days when the dream for me meant working less and not even one ounce of me can relate to that person anymore because that person is gone. Of course, now my dream is evolving and my work is evolving and working hard is not necessarily my forever goal, but I'm in this place now because I accepted the ultimate challenge, which is to not stay stuck and to go after what I know in my heart I'm meant to do and to do it unapologetically. If you can relate to my story, I'm cheering you on in your inevitable success. I want to challenge everyone listening to keep following your bliss, keep going in the direction that feels scary, follow your intuition because it's the only way to grow. Keep jumping in and leaning into those scary situations because it's really the only way to not just survive, but to thrive. You can survive easily. Anyone can survive, but I want to challenge you to thrive. Build the life of your dreams. Don't settle into a life of mediocrity. The time will pass. The years will go by. And someday when you look back at all those scary moments and scary things and relationships and jobs and all of the things that really scared you that you leaned into instead of run away from, 
you will realize that those are the moments that shaped you into the successful entrepreneur or the successful CEO or the successful business owner or the successful mother of three or five or seven beautiful children that you have now and that you are now. Success looks different for everyone and there is no recipe for it, but the common denominator within all the successful people that I've come across is that they were brave enough to take the first steps and they constantly challenge themselves and they always step in to the next version of themselves, no matter how scary it may be. It's not about feeling ready. It's not about feeling and being perfect every time, every try. It's not about failing. It's about starting and not being afraid to keep starting and keep beginning again. You have my permission now, so please begin again today. Take the steps you need to take to live the life that you need to live, that the world needs you to live. The life of your dreams needs you to take action today. So I hope you have a beautiful week. I love you so much, and I'm sending you all of the courageous vibes on your journey. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely send it to a friend or to a colleague or to anyone who could benefit. This is how I find some of my favorite podcasters, and I truly believe in the power of paying it forward when it comes to education. I also want to encourage you, if you want to win a free coaching session with me, to go and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'll be giving away one free coaching session per month and announcing them right here first. You can find me on Instagram at AgelessAshley and you can shop my carefully curated collection of performance skincare at EvolveSkinAndWellness.com slash shop. See you next week.